0: Insane. So they say. (laughs) Locate a track scene on and execute. Too much energy.
1: Detected vector 597. Oh no! Not that oh! greetings, Maxipals and Preda pre heads to another episode of Too Much Energon, a laser Comb production. I am one of your hosts, Neocal. And I am your other host, Christopher Siege. And welcome to Too Much Energon. The show where we talk Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. Cheers. This and is, uh... take it very seriously, <laughs>
0: as if it were there to entertain our thirty-year-old selves. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that—that's why this show was made twenty-five years ago, right? To to entertain a couple of dudes sophisticated, in their
1: sophisticated gentlemen. <laughs> In their, uh, in their prime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, a prime, yeah, that's, that, that's what we'll do. In over. our primal.
1: In uh, our primal.
0: I'm feeling pretty fucking primal right here. Like, look at this. Like, see all these white hairs? Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're coming oh. in. Yep. You're gonna be a salt and pepper daddy before you know it. And it's only been within the past, like, few months, too. Like, like I always would get like even in my twenties, I would get like the odd like white hair in my beard, like here and there. But like in the past like three months or so, all of a sudden, like they're just coming in, like what the fuck. Oh, they're coming in, in droves. They're co- <laughs> they're 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 going in dry, bro. <laughs>
1: Are they evenly dry. dispersed or do you find they're like in in patches?
0: They're 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 in patches, yeah. Oh. I got the, like a the couple of siege on, is getting getting patches of white. I got like a couple on my chin and like, it's, it's pretty salt and peppery in my sideburns and yeah, getting old man, getting old. It I just sucks. get them here. I get them here.
1: Like what the fuck? Nick, my, my forehead's just becoming Nick cages. It's just getting taller and taller as I age, but so like for all the, the silver
0: <laughs> for, for the audio listeners. Cal is pointing to his hairline. I'm talking to my hairline, yeah, and
1: uh, it's it's creeping back, but there's sort of a widow's peak thing, but like that's where all my white hair congregates, and uh, in the sides, and uh, hopefully I'll have a sweet like like
0: white streak. If there were Just widows, all, you, think they'd be, you think they'd be wearing black? Yeah, not not silver. <laughs> no, it's <That's> a <laughs> dumb joke. I'm not proud of that one. Siege. <laughs> <laughs> This is episode fifty
1: of Beast Wars. Yep, we have waited fifty episodes for the death of tarantulas.
0: <laughs> Question mark. Uh, before before we get to that, though, we um, there was some footage that uh, appeared online today of the uh, Netflix Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom cartoon. Say what? Yes, I've yep. seen it. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't act surprised. I, I sent that to you on the uh the, the laser yeah. <laughs> comb Discord today. Why well, for all to see.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
0: And uh it's what what twenty seconds long? Yeah, something like that. Twenty something I think it's it, no, I think it's more like a a minute long, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I have no idea. Anyways, yeah, about. yeah. <laughs> anyway, the uh the the maximals look great. Fucking look dope. Yeah, I do.
1: I'm so happy with how they look. I'm so uh, they look good.
0: They they look like modern but faithful reinterpretations of the OG Maximal cast. And that's Which our is, first glimpse. Think, that's our first ahead. glimpse at Tigatron, too, because um, the like it's been known since like last December that there was going to be a like Voyager class uh Tigatron figure in the Kingdom line. Mhm. Um, yeah, so. So he was going to be in the show, but like this is and the, the there's been no images released yet of the Tigatron uh Voyager class figure. So this like this like brief shot of like all of the Maximals together is our first glimpse at Tigatron.
1: Yeah. So they, like you said, they're they're faithful to their original forms. And I kind We what speak for it? everybody when we say those are our favorite versions of them. I don't think anyone's like, oh, you know, I kind of prefer trans uh, transmetal optimus.
0: No. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, everyone's favorite form of any all of the, the Beast Wars cast are the originals.
0: I I I would agree. You uh, know, if I, you I disagree
1: should... and you're listening. Who and
0: what? Please tell us. (laughs) Take us to task. Comment on the video or send us an email. Too much energy on at outlook.com or reach out to us on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have seen people on uh, Transformers like fandom forums who really like the the Transmetal forums. No one seems to be like gushing about the Transmetal 2 figures. But like a lot of people like the trans, the original trans metal forms.
1: Rat trap, it's cool. I like the wheels on the outside. Cheetor, yeah. Optimus and and Megatron, uh, nah,
0: nah. <laughs> I, I, I just, don't like them. I just don't like Optimus's robot. I and I've mentioned this on the show before. I don't like his his robot form head. No, like no, none that, of that. I like the body. Like I even I even have a toy of it. Uh which I will be displaying and knocking three other figures over in the process as I'm trying to grab it. But I have a figure. Yeah, the figure of, looks cool. Yeah. Of uh transmetal optimus primal. I like him.
1: I like his with, his, with his mace with his morning star. What what whatever
0: metallic club? Yeah. Oh, he's, fuck he's right. I like knocking everything over over here. It's I like... find
1: they're way less expressive than their um, their original forms.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, Optimus is gorilla form. Come on. You know, that's like <laughs> an ongoing like joy of season one. Uh oh, you knocked his purple purple Tail? His whip? Cheetor? Christopher's that, holding that, that's, that's blast effects. Oh, is, is that what that is?
0: There we go. See, this this, this this isn't a actually a transformer. This is a uh, Transformers Red series figure of Cheetor. So it's basically an action figure of his robot form. Doesn't transform.
1: Oh, okay. That's why like the arms and legs
0: are rubber. Like they're
1: it's more articulate than.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool figure. I was really excited when I found him. Huh. Yeah, Christopher's holding up a, a Cheetor that I've never seen. And you said it
1: was from like a, a Red series.
0: Yeah, there's a. It's a Walmart exclusive series. There's a. There's an Optimus Prime. There's a Megatron. There's a Soundwave. And. Uh, oh, there's a Soundwave. Yeah, early this year they they released. Uh, in I think the third, I think it was wave three of their red series of figures. They released a Cheetor and they released a... Uh, oh, I see the, the blast effect from his gun now. That That's
1: actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he came with like a bunch of different hands and stuff to like swap out. Oh, for, for, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Like a lot of... A lot of figures Japanese there.
1: figures uh, do that. And I think uh, Western toys kind of started picking up on that in the last five or so years.
0: Yeah. Um
1: interchangeable yeah, the- heads
0: for different expressions, different hands so they can hold different items. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, so red series. Um, cool figure. Anyway uh you were saying
1: there was in the trailer we got to see a little little tigergatron. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of lost
0: anything... my train. Of, I kinda lost yeah. my train of thought there. <laughs> Is there anything
1: you, you did or or didn't
0: like about <laughs> uh well so we get to hear one uh one of our one of our heroes, one of our one uh-huh. of our OG maximal heroes speak in the trailer. And uh it's Optimus Primal. And I wasn't ex- Like, I I knew it wasn't going to be Gary Chalk. I knew they weren't getting the original voice cast back because they're, like, for the War for Cybertron cartoons, uh, (sighs) Rooster Teeth, in a cost-cutting measure, they're not hiring union actors. They're only hiring non-union voice actors. And uh, Gary Chalk, the voice of the original uh, Optimus Primal, is a union actor and he's like a very staunch supporter of the voice actors union to the point that like he won't even take roles, uh, in like non union projects. Good for him, yeah, yeah. Um, which so, means though that, which means though that like he's not going to be Optimus Primal and. I'm fine with that. One of the and we knew thing, that. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we, we knew that. One of the things that like really pissed me off about the, all the, the G1 fans, like the number one complaint I've seen about War for Cybertron Siege and Earthrise from G1 fans is, oh, it's not Peter Cullen voicing Optimus Prime. Oh, it's not Frank Welker voicing Megatron. It's like, fucking get over it. Like it's a new it's a new show it's a reinterpretation of the g1 mythos like
1: let other people do voices yeah <laughs> like i i know that gets us like our our friend Candace would like like gasp and and clutch clutch their pearls at such a such a phrase probably never appear on the show again <laughs> how dare you <laughs> yeah but because she she's a
0: I, well, she actually knows
1: Gary Chalk, so uh, she, she knows
0: several of the she, uh, uh, she, voice yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, cast members of that show.
1: She's a fancy pants that went to Gary's wedding. Oh, excuse us, <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just the peasant class, uh, trying to reminisce about our our animation from the youth. But when she was I, on I the show, I,
0: I I was trying to get her to actually go into how like. Like, how the fuck did she actually become friends with all these people? She
1: didn't really she'd go into about it. events. Yeah, she talked about events she went into, but like never how. Yeah, she moved from the fandom into going to Gary's
0: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it like, seems like quite the the stretch. Yeah, it's like <laughs> she didn't just PM they're, they're...
1: him on Instagram and say hey, like she does the um like the the jam sessions.
0: Yeah. The it's like there's tomorrow, right? there, yeah. there, there's like a there's a big gap between those two things there. Between
1: stranger and going to his wedding. <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, I was trying to get her to, to fill us in on that, but she uh well she didn't, but maybe we'll have her on the show again. Yeah, we can, then we can probe probe further. Bugger, yeah. Um but yeah, you were saying uh about the about like just letting new people voice things. Let new
1: people do things. Like uh, it's a new project, right? Different animation, different uh timeline. Yeah. Like uh, spoilers, I guess? Not really.
0: <laughs> it's a re it's a re reinter- it's basically like a reimagining. re-imagining. A reimagining re- yeah. of the G1 mythos. So it's like you're not going to if you're making um I'm trying to think of an example where fans wouldn't actually cling to maintaining the original cast of something.
1: Nothing. Nothing ever. <laughs> Everyone wants Leonard Nimoy. Here's the thing. Everybody wants the original people to do everything, right? Yeah. But then when Star Wars uses dead people and like <laughs> makes a 3D fucking like uncanny valley of their likeness everybody like starts flipping tables. Yeah. So it's like, what do you want? Do you, do you want new people or do you, do you want like the same actor for the same thing forever? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, it's I'm like...
1: fine with change of voice actors and change of also like people, as people get older, their voice changes. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I, you sometimes want to associate a new project with a new voice. Right, yeah. like when I think when I watch King, um, when I watch um, War for Cybertron, I think of like Optimus's voice uh, from that um, that voice actor. Yeah, yeah. When I think of Beast Wars, I think uh, when I think of Optimus Primal, I think of Gary Chalk. Right. Yeah. And so like they're associated and they look different, and I to, in my head. They, they feel different. It would be actually kind of weird to me if there were, they were the same voice actors.
0: Yeah, so how did you feel about mean. Peter Cullen voicing Optimus Prime in the Transformers movies? Because I was never a fan of that. One, because he sounds old and tired, especially now. Like the first Transformers movie came out in 2007. That was like 20 a little over 20 years after G1. It's like all right. The latest movie came out in like 2015 or 2016 or 2017. And by that point, it's like they're just dude. making them for China at that point. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> but like in that movie, like he sounds like a tired old man. And I'm like, this isn't this isn't how Optimus Prime should sound. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, G1 fans. Like, part of let, me kind of like Peter that, Cullen. Part go. of me, <laughs> yeah. Not that he wants to be let go. Like, he was actually. I, I was reading. He was actually pissed off that uh, Rooster Teeth didn't ask him to do Optimus Prime in War for Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. To, to put it lightly. Yeah. In the
1: very least, for consultation, and I'm like, consultation for what?
0: Yeah, like
1: I, the people listening are fans. I'm not insulting anyone. I love them. I love all like Transformer stuff. I love all the work, right? But like, yeah. like you're a voice actor for a character, and you're iconic with it. But like, you want to be hired on for consultation? Don't rally the fans against new, um, new content for your fandom. Yeah. is that just me or is that like don't hate on new content would you rather have um uh star Wars, <laughs> would you rather transformers um legacy completely end with the michael bay movies and and touch on no transformers whatsoever since or should you shut the fuck up and just enjoy new content
0: yeah yeah come at me and like <laughs> step, step aside and like let new people to take on these characters.
1: Please pay me $10,000 as a consultant so so that I can tell <laughs> you what you're doing right or wrong and try to make you sound more like I did. I No, man. <laughs> and I understand maybe they would have done it for free. Like, hey, blah, blah, blah. We're doing these voice actors. I, you know, I'm like sure this is a short
0: project. I'm sure he would have wanted a paycheck out of it. <laughs> That's the thing, and I'm like, then again, <laughs> nobody
1: fucking works for free. So what do you, what do you want, right? Yeah. Um, but I, when it's new it's content like, of a fandom, do f- fuck. Let people enjoy it, man. It's good. It's not it's not even bad. If it was like bad, and the voice acting was bad, and the animation was bad, I'd fucking be right there, like ripping it apart with everyone else. But it's good, so yeah. <laughs> what do you want?
0: Well, it, like the inner, like a lot of people on the internet seem to think that the animation in War for Cybertron is bad, and that the voice acting's bad, and that the music's bad, and that the animate, like the, like just everything about the show is bad, and like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, wow, go to, okay. go, I guess go like to a some filthy
1: casual, then
0: yeah, go to some Transformers forums or like a Transformers Reddit, and you'll just see people shit talking War for Cybertron. the, the animation is bad. Yeah. When I was
1: watching it, I was like
0: blown away by how
1: much they moved like Transformers, but still gestured as if they have like emotions. And yeah, the ones who, when they talk, just like lights pop up, their mouths don't move. Even yeah, they like, have body like language, Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Wheeljack, his mouth doesn't move, right? He just lights up when he talks, but yeah, they have body language. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm blown away by how well it's animated, how uh, seamlessly they transform in it too. And I thought the music was, man, I don't, I don't know. I think everything about it's good, but
0: yeah, what, same. What the fuck do I know? I, yeah, I, I, uh I like I Siege. love depressed Megatron. <laughs> I, I, I love- know they actually made like Megatron an interesting villain in that show. Especially like in uh in Earthrise, like when we when he goes to like that that base because like Shockwave is telling him that they need the, the energy from it oh and to like God. shut it down. And that he goes me, the, Yeah, and he actually goes there to like and like the, the one guy is like, Yeah, we're we are loyal to Sep- we are loyal to you, Megatron. We will fight as long as we I can. remember
1: watching you in the in the coliseum.
0: Yeah. It was yeah, no, amazing. I always believed in you and I'm like and Megatron's like oh, actually conflicted about what to do. Like I think the real villain is Soundwave. Or sorry, Shockwave. Shockwave. Yeah, and like Shockwave. Fuck that yeah, and, guy, man. Yeah, and like Soundwave what, is great. <laughs> how what it's what's revealed that Shockwave has been up to in Earth like in, midway through Earthrise, and you find out like he's essentially like he's essentially tarantulus. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're he's not like, going to go into details, but he, this month this asshole's tarantulas.
0: Yeah, like I was actually I when him. the when, when the revelation in Earthrise came about that of like what Shockwave's actually been up to and like what he's been doing. I was actually shocked, like I was stunned. I'm like, "Jesus Christ." A shockwave
1: wow. overcame you. Yeah. Yeah. A shockwave.
0: <laughs> I was hit by <laughs> that a shockwave. Was
1: brutal. And they're all oh, yeah. like fighting for something, and they're and Optimus is flawed too. This isn't a, this isn't a show about the Netflix uh, series of, of Transformers,
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> War for yeah, Cybertron.
1: Absolutely. But like, we <laughs> if you haven't seen it, we may move on and review the episodes of that. So go and man, if, if you're watching this, you probably have have seen it. Yeah, if you're niche enough to be listening to us talk about Beast <laughs> Wars, then, then you've probably seen Netflix's uh, War for
0: Cybertron. Yeah, we uh, we we have some tentative plans to talk about the War for Cybertron trilogy sometime down the road on this show. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, but uh, uh, but but yeah, voice acting, voice actor for Optimus Primal from Kingdom wasn't a fan, and it's not because he's not Gary Chalk. I just thought the performance he gave was very, I don't know. I found it kind of comical when I first heard it. Yeah. He was saying that you found <laughs> he it funny. Yeah. I was mentioning it in the outtake, he, he sounds like just like some dude at the office who drew the short straw.
1: At first I was like, man, what is this? And I've listened to it about four or five times and something happened. Like every time I listened to it, uh, the voice for Optimus Primal um, I was like trying to picture more lines delivered by him, and yeah. I was like, "Actually, actually, no, I, I kind of like him." So it 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 grew on me, and I could I using his voice, I kind of pictured him saying other lines, and I'm like, "No, that's
0: I, I dig it." Yeah, I'm sure. Like when when I'm actually watching the Kingdom cartoon when it comes out on July 29th, which is also the episode, the same day that episode 50 of Too Much Energy on.
1: We have a lot of, um, we have a lot of, uh, episodes to watch in one day. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: only six. Um. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Get through that in a few hours. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm sure that like five minutes into the episode after hearing like the new primal, I'll adjust and be like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. whatever. What else? Yeah, I'll get used to it. This isn't War for Cybertron, this is War for Planet Energon. This is War for Planet Energon. And we're going to get into talking about the episode real soon here. But first, here's a word about our Patreon. Do you like 90s animation? I do. Do you have
1: $2 burning a hole in your pocket? (laughs) I do. Wait, no, I'm broke right now. <laughs> do
0: you want to listen to
1: three grown men talk about
0: 90s cartoons like it was yes. yesterday? I know I do. I mean, I'm already doing that, so why would I want to listen to someone else do it? Dude, you're supposed to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> All you need to do is subscribe to the Lasercom Patreon for two dollars a month. You get access to our Discord channel, which is where we record all of these fine shows, and you also get our eternal gratitude. Isn't that the greatest gift of all? Besides money, <laughs> besides money, which is, is what a we gift want. to us. <laughs> this
1: is a very good, good gift. Yes, yes, I'm sure Christopher can salvage something out of this.
0: All right, this is uh episode 45 of Too Much Energon and this week we are talking about the 11th episode of Beast Wars Other Visits. Uh, it originally aired on come to me Wikipedia, March 5th, 1999. Uh this is the if you count the next uh the the Two-part finale coming up. If you count that as one episode, which we usually do for the purposes of this podcast. This is the penultimate episode of Beast Wars. So we've only Dumb got up. one only got one podcast to go after this, folks. You know how we said, holy shit, there's a lot of stupid Fiddler episodes
1: in season three. Yep. And season two like for that matter. Up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Like a lot fucking happens in this, huh? Some questions yeah. are actually answered. Some, some quest- uh, questions arise.
0: <laughs> uh, some some uh, the identity of uh, some nefarious uh, Giant omniscient skulls? beings uh, maybe that we've been ha- have seen teased for the past like 50 episodes uh, may have been extraordinarily underwhelming.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um uh, yeah. wow was I thought it would be like a galactic civilization. And we got uh floating skulls with
0: hair. Yeah that live voiced, inside a nebula. Voiced by uh Tigertron Tigatron and Rhinox.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like very clearly
0: voiced by Tigatron And Rhinox, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they they get taken out by just possessing tarantulas and getting blown up by tarantula's extraction ray. And uh, okay, I guess the alien threat's just gone now. Oh, the man. aliens! The aliens who apparently created Earth.
1: That's what you get when you resolve things in the last three episodes of the show.
0: Yeah. The aliens. <laughs> but hey, apparently... give us
1: another fisticuff battle between Death Charge <laughs> and Rampage.
0: Yeah, the the aliens who apparently created planet Energon and uh, seeded it with Energon, created the Flying Island, created the, the Stonehenge, uh, created that... Life like, on the
1: planet as an experiment.
0: As an experiment. So these things are basically God. And... Very powerful. Created the second moon, which was meant
1: for the sole purpose of exterminating life on the planet to reset.
0: Which, if, basically, if you look at planet Energon as being just like a giant laboratory, basically, having a planet buster to, like, wipe the slate clean, to start over, actually kind of makes sense. If they're, like, immortal beings that have been doing this for
1: like, hundreds or a couple billion years, yeah, Oh man, I'm... So, they're so powerful, but they need to like, possess like, like, Tiger Bots and like, Bird Mom's body. But then they get their ass kicked in.
0: Anyways. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's... yeah previ- previously in this show we have seen them, like, you try use the Planet Buster to like, straight up just destroy the planet to try and get rid of the Transformers. And, like... So many like different, extremely powerful devices, but now they're like, "Oh, we we need a transformer of our own," and now they suddenly care about Megatron, like Megatron specifically. When before they kind of were just like, "Fuck you, Cybertronians!" All I, of you. I,
1: it came to me. I was under the impression that they just viewed all of the Cybertronians on the planet as, as a, a past. problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But instead they like Optimus
0: and don't like Megatron. Now they like Optimus, suddenly. They didn't before. Oh, right, yeah, when they attacked him when
1: the, like, goopy base formed.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the the alien, like, biodome or whatever. (sighs) Holy shit, man.
1: I was hoping they'd do something so much cooler. I would rather they have left the aliens a mystery and nebulous. Do you know what I mean? And, just yeah, we never yeah. hear about them and we don't get answers. I I would have been okay with that. They're they're ancient and unknowable, and they took the form of Unicron just yeah. so they could communicate properly. I would prefer. That we had never even heard of them again. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah. They're they're out there, they're all powerful, they're immortal beings, we don't know their
0: capabilities. Um we we never will. I'm yeah, okay with that. We're we're just gonna leave Planet Energon now and uh, why would
1: they care about one
0: planet? And uh <laughs> one, once we're gone, they're not gonna give a shit about us anymore. Yeah. I, like, because we're not oh, fucking, you, you fucking you with their Oh, you destroyed the planet experiment. buster.
1: Oh, well. We have literally trillions of other planets <laughs> to fuck around with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, to me, it feels like... And, like, we haven't heard of... We haven't heard anything about the aliens since, like, the middle of season two. So, to me, it, like, it almost feels like the writers, like, kind of forgot... About the aliens, but now Every... they're, but now they're like, oh shit, the show's coming to an end in a couple of weeks. Like, we we gotta like resolve this somehow, and this is the best they could come up with. Fuck it! It feels like they forgot about the aliens. I'm hating this episode more that I
1: the more <laughs> that I think about it. Now that we're talking about it, fuck! I, I,
0: yeah. Uh, all right. So speaking yeah. of talking about it, do we want to get started? Hell yes. All right, let's uh, blow this alien planet. I like the intro. Yeah, cool little uh, nebula. I like flying through space, man. Out in yeah, uh, there's Nexus Zero. Which is is, where uh, we are. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we're in a nebula, and there's something that looks like what could be a star about to form. Lots of glowing gases and bright energy. Yeah, and if, it wastes no time in showing us a giant incorporeal, incorporeal in whatever that fuck that word
0: is, um, ugly ass fucking skull with glowing eyes uh, and, and wispy hair. Yeah, non corporeal. There we I go. Think, <laughs> I think is the proper word. Incorporeal, yeah. non in corporeal. Non-corporeal. There we go. Non corporeal. Yeah, Yeah, so, a so couple what are they of, even saying? I couldn't even hear them when I watched the episode. Yeah, a couple of floating skulls with like tassels like floating off of the back. Voice by Tiger. Voice by <laughs> voice by Tigatron and Rhinox. Very obviously, neither of them are even like trying to do a different voice. Um right yeah, so, but, this
1: voice actor is a little bit, but Tigatron bit, is Tigatron.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, so, so basically what they're saying is like there's been a disruption in the time flow location, Nexus Earth, and uh, basically Megatron is up to his old tricks again and that they need to do something about it and they need to send uh, an emissary to to deal with Megatron. And I'm like, why do these aliens care about the time flow? We've never... Nothing has been implied before that that's something that they give a shit about. Why would like, they? Why would they? Like they're like Planet Energon seemingly is just like their petri dish, essentially. Like it's it's their little like science project. That's why what was that's what was established at the end of season one.
1: Are are these like what mankind ascends? And when mankind ascends, we become two giant incorporeal <laughs> skulls and then time doesn't exist to us and we just play around making life like as we see fit and so the reason earth has to go back to the base timeline is so that we can save the dock and i i i, I gotta go back i, I gotta save and- the dock
0: and and uh, and, uh, they, and Marty's gotta gotta exists. burn the almanac, so old Biff doesn't take it back to young Biff and tit back to 1955, and Biff <laughs> doesn't end up fucking Marty's mom and killing his dad, and Holy Marty's shit. mom doesn't get a spectacular boob job and
1: spectacular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually pretty terrible when you like go back and watch back to the future too. Like they're very clearly like prosthetics. oh but like just... but like like late 80s like prosthetics so they look awful. I have not watched those movies <laughs> in over a decade. I should.
1: Yeah, so basically they need to these giant skulls are
0: the vok the vok, yes. That's, and that's their name. These are it. Uh, Candace, Candace told us that uh, they were called the Vok. Uh, and I was like, ago. "Hey, don't tell me." Didn't fucking matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I was like,
0: I, I was like, Psst, they haven't been called the Vok yet. Yeah, the
1: only spoil of that was, I was like, oh, that's what they're called. Cool. Yeah, but like, if I had known, it would be the shitty, holy. Man, they seemed so cool when they made mysterious floating islands where it's always daylight and there are traps on it. Ooh, and there's a monolith or there's a, sorry, there's like a pyramid tower. Like, what the the fuck's that about? Do these scrolls fly into the tower? Did they fly around on this little island? Like, what was that meant for?
0: Yeah. Um, I'll get into this This more when when we do like our season slash series recap. Episodes of Too Much Energy on in the future where we talk about kind of the series as a whole. But I will say that I think season one set up like had so much potential and set up a lot of really cool shit that they yes. really just dropped the ball on in seasons two and three. Who fucking wrote this? The same people. Hmm. <laughs> well, not entirely, but it was the same showrunners. But uh in season two and three, it looked they, they hired a lot of like the most of the like episode to episode writing staff was completely different. And they hired like a lot of comic book writers from what I've seen. Okay, okay. So not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like I feel like the stories that uh these like nobody writers that you were getting in season one. We're producing much better episodes than these established writers like Marv Wolfman and Len Wine, et cetera, et cetera, were uh, in seasons two and three. As Christopher and I have discovered, sometimes
1: bringing in established writers makes the worst
0: episodes.
1: <laughs>
0: good old DC Fontana writing reboot. Although she did write a pretty good episode of Beast Wars. That's that's the thing, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> they gave her another shot. And she she pulled it off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so uh the Vok have uh uh Tigatron and Air Razor. Yeah, they stole them a while back. Yeah, quite a while ago now. Like quite a while ago. Two. Much to my dismay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're like blah blah we will send an emissary to to uh uh, ruined Megatron's day, basically. So they—they so they, clearly
1: they fuse the bodies of Bird Mom and Tiger Bot.
0: Yeah. Into a Tiger fusor. Hawk. Yeah, a fusor. Tiger
1: Hawk, and all of their sparks shoot through space, including the, the Vok spark. So essentially what happened here is they kicked Tigatron and Air Razor out of their bodies, fused the, the body, yeah. And then the these two Vok creatures, they said they were sending an emissary, not themselves. So that confused me. But but they inhabit the body and then everything turns into energy and shoots
0: across the galaxy. Yeah. And the, the sparks of Tigatron and Air Razor follow follow. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, these aliens have been able to create like entire planets and shit like that. Why do they need a transformer? Why do they? Why do they need to like take like two existing transformers to make a new trans? Like just just make make a transformer. Unt- you made like, make, it, make your own giant fucking head talk to Optimus. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> send your version of Unicron.
0: Yeah, just make fucking make yeah, like your own like planet-sized transforming monstrosity.
1: That would have been. Uh, I would have liked a Vok Unicron. Yeah, same. Like a giant, like moon, come to blow it up again, but it fucking transforms, and then the Predacon. Here I'm rewriting it, folks. Giant, giant Vok Unicron comes to destroy planet Energon. They blow up Darkseid, so that part's the same. And oh yeah, the dark side blows up this episode. Um And that part was cool. The Mac, the the Maximals and the Predacons have to unite to fight the the giant Planet Buster Transformer sent by the Vok. Boom! Way better Vok interaction. Yeah, you're that welcome. Sounds great. You could Where's fucking my end check,
0: and you could end the show that way too.
1: Yeah, why not? And like, and that could go into the last couple episodes.
0: Yeah, and like you end the show with basically like uh, I don't know, the the Maximals figure out a way somehow like to get back to Cybertron through some like shenanigans. Like I don't know, maybe like Vok, Vok Unicron like ends up leaving like something that they can salvage into a ship His or head. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that they, they can arrest, salvage into a ship.
1: And they arrest the Predacons force them onto the ship so they don't fuck with the Ark and
0: yeah and take them jet back. back yeah they they take them back or like because they all work together like they I don't know like the, the Predacons like agree to just not fuck with the timeline because, because they, that'll they, affect them too because that'll affect them too and they they've seen like like what doing like Doing things like that, like what kind of problems that can create? Like they just fought like a planet-sized transformer.
1: But but before they agree to go back or whatever, Megatron, like like by his own hand, kills Tarantulas. <laughs> there we go. Well, I, fucking great episode.
0: Man, I yeah. Why can't that be? <laughs> Why can't that be? Because well, have a good night, folks. That's the last episode of Beast Wars. <laughs> uh, this this episode actually does like like I I was Something saying a minute ago, like, yeah, I was saying a minute uh, a few minutes ago that like uh, like I'm hating this episode the more that I think reflect on it. But this episode does have things in it I really like. Like right here. Quick Strike is being put on trial for betraying Megatron. I love so this. Dumb scene. That I loved it, it's it. so dumb, but it's great. Megatron has like fucking a powdered lip. wig. He has
1: a powdered like wig the, on. <laughs> like the <with a> judge would <laughs> fucking wear, and he has a
0: gavel hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Waspinator will speak for the defense. <laughs> <laughs> so Waspinator is Quickstrike's Strike's lawyer. <laughs> er, Waspinator like defense. A little more defense, and maybe Waspinator not get blown up all the time. <laughs> oh, it looks <laughs> like this is my last roundup. <laughs> Fuck. So Waspinator transforms, and I'm going to read, like, word for word, Waspinator's defense on Quick Strike's behalf, because it's fucking gold. He
1: even clears his throat and pretends to, like, adjust a tie. I'm not even shitting
0: you. A tie that he doesn't have. So he's like, so his defense is, two head throw Megatron in lava pits. Megatron angry. Think two head traitor. Want to slag two head. Waspinator down with that. (laughs) (laughs) Like a hip hop pose. Defense, take a rest. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terrible defense.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I guess and, on right. quick strike, he calls two head because his hand is the cobra head, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh Megatron Oh, by is the like... way,
1: the the tele, the
0: the
1: the typewriter archivist that are usually on trials is is Inferno. He's sitting there fucking tapping away like a thousand words per per minute on yeah, a typewriter.
0: What are they called? They're called like the court clerk, or yeah, no? People that's know not what right. we
1: mean, right? Like the the person that um puts down the the trial into text.
0: Yeah, it's there's a there's a term for them. There's right? a term, and I'm gonna look it up. You gotta but type it's, faster it's than it's a motherfucker to me. get those jobs. And apparently, Inferno in has that job. Courtrooms. Uh, typist,
1: can you is it typist? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> a stenographer. Yeah, I would have never have naturally come to that. Yeah, stenographer <laughs> or a court reporter is oh. another name for it. Yeah, I I knew that there was a like a a technical term for it. I just couldn't remember what it was. But yes, Megatron's like oh, as brilliant as always. Cheers. Predacons,
1: your verdict, and I find it funny that the rest of the Predacons are the jury. Yeah, <laughs> I I guess. <laughs> like I thought it would just be a Megatron. Thing, but yeah, and the rest I, I, of the Predacons yeah, is I, just Dino Clone Two and Rampage.
0: Yeah, I I feel like um uh this this courtroom this this courtroom <laughs> this might key. be rigged, a little corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I I don't feel like uh uh no matter what I I feel like uh a quick strike is not uh is, is not getting a not guilty verdict. <laughs>
1: Regardless how this... I think this was set this up is just to for entertain. Theatrics. Yeah, this yeah. Was, this this is this them was meant enter- to entertain themselves. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like, something to like, do. Like Inferno's not typing. He's just pretending to. <laughs> he's just like, like tapping. is just making his defense up on the spot. Like, this is for fun. They don't have Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> the internet isn't and, invented yet. Yeah, and see, this
0: mind? is... And see, this is why I love this scene. It's because it's just so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I it's, actually did like that. Yeah, th- this is my favorite scene in the entire episode. I and like it, um,
1: Quickstrike's, uh,
0: like, plea. Yeah, he's like, oh, give me another chance. I swear I'll make it up to you. Yeah. And uh, Megatron wants to know why Tarantulas tried to blow up the Ark, and... Uh, Quick Strike doesn't know, but he's like, oh, that spider double crossed me too, so give me another chance. And Uh, I can uh, try to hunt him down for you or something. Yeah, and uh, Megatron fucking finally, finally, finally is like, oh, I applaud your good intentions, but we are through uh, dealing with our, uh, what was it? What was it? Yeah,
1: what is the way he says it? Uh, he said Being lenient. We are through being lenient with traitors. Yeah. Fucking finally. <laughs> like... That's what I'm like. And I'm like, why didn't... Why didn't you do why that? Why weren't you doing
0: this in season one? Because like, <laughs> then we wouldn't get hilarious pterosaur antics. That's true. You know, that's another problem with seasons two and three. No pterosaur or scorponock. I, I knew it was downhill from there,
1: man. <laughs> I said it. I said it during the the episode, and I stick by it.
0: Yeah, you, you have, have not, show hurt. you You have not been proven wrong.
1: <laughs> the the
0: show is hurt by their passing. Yeah.
1: Um anybody who's been with us for the long haul, and has listened to Christopher and I since episode one, has heard at least the five episodes following uh, their death, rip and peace. Um, was me being like, man, we got Silverbolt and Quickstrike instead of Terrasort (laughs) and Scorponok for real. And then I'm like, oh, at least we, at least we have Tigatron and,
0: uh, Razor. And then they took them away from us too. For like
1: 15 episodes, it feels like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, yeah, they were taken away in what was it? Other visits, part one, which part I think one. was the fifth or sixth episode before the
1: ship came down. They were like beamed up by the plant. Yeah. See, that's so, cool. That's cool. Weird alien, like this, like. So yeah, organic... sixteen
0: episodes now. Yeah. And sixteen episodes ago. What the fuck? It's bullshit. Yeah. And this is how they come back. And this is how they come back. It's like, it's not even the same character, but like Optimus acts. Yeah, it's not even the same character. It's some weird like amalgamation of them who's just voiced by Tigatron. But like Optimus Mm -hmm. acts like it's just them again, I, it,
1: because it is—it's their sparks. They they merge. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're trying to explain ahead of it. Ourselves. We'll yeah. try to explain it when we get there. But basically, they're going to execute quick strike. Megatron's like, hold up, there's a, there's an alert,
0: and yep. um, yeah, his yeah his crystal ball shows a, uh, uh, I'm I'm I made a point of calling it the crystal ball. Because this is the last time we will see it. Oh. <laughs> because of something that is about to happen in the episode very mm. shortly. <laughs> so in the crystal ball, we see like some sort of energy thing, which is, as we know, it's, it's Tiger Hawk. Looks like a comet heading towards the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiger Valk. If Tiger will. Valk, yeah. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, alert. But we're in one of Tarantulus's Yeah. So they hold up killing Quick Strike and we cut to Tarantulus in one of his fucking layers. Yeah. And he gets the same alarm. Yeah. He was looking at a 3D model of a jet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh they Oh. Oh, yeah, what is Oh, that? oh I, I know what it is. We'll we'll find out soon. Um oh, okay. Uh I uh last weekend uh I was a little on Saturday, I was a little hungover on the couch. So I decided to just binge the rest of Beast Wars, which at that point was only three oh, okay. episodes. So we so, need to speculate on what the jet is. So I, I it it gets covered okay. <laughs> in the upcoming episodes. So we'll we'll find out very soon
1: yeah so uh what does tarantula say? Something about oh those meddling aliens are coming back. How fortunate,
0: yeah, and he yeah. he he complains about how Megatron like ruined his plans and that of the Trireticus council as well, yeah,
1: and I'm kind of unclear that, about what the Tripredicus council's goals were
0: that's uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a that's a plot thread that i I, I suspect is. Not going to be resolved. It was cool at the time before they killed Ravage. Yep.
1: Also, why wouldn't um, Tarantulas put Ravage back together and like revive him? Like he was an ally. Or does he feel like he switched sides to join Megatron? I don't even understand why Tarantulas joined the Predacons again. For like what four episodes? I,
0: <laughs> I, I, they should have killed that motherfucker, eons ago. The um, you know what's ironic, is uh, right. based on what I've read, is that season one was kind of written on the fly without a plan. Whereas, yet... <laughs> whereas seasons two and three, like they actually had the entire seasons planned out. I don't believe had, that. For and have had an overarching story planned when they went into production. It's okay. weird that season one f- actually feels more cohesive and like it's organically building to something than Absolutely. seasons two and three.
1: I it's very I believe ironic that they planned seasons two and three. There's so much horse shit in seasons <laughs> two and three, and so and, many things that go badly. And they're just like fumbling, like, uh, oh, the, the toy company says that we have to do this with them. How do we explain that? Uh I don't know. An alien artifact that makes them transmetal too? Fuck yeah. it. Megatron
0: has it. Why not? <laughs> I I'll give them props. The the quantum surge at the beginning of season two. That was cool. That was a, that was a neat way of explaining them becoming transmetals. The The transmetal energy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the explosion from the, the, like the energy from the alien moon coupled with the transwarp explosion, like created like a magic beam that like mutated their forms. That's cool. That's a, that's a neat way of explaining. It's a neat way of explaining that. Um, Transmetal 2? The transmetal driver, this like alien MacGuffin that we are never even going to bother trying to explain. It's fucking stupid. We had a problem with that the second it showed up on the yeah. screen. And it's like, oh, maybe we'll maybe we'll get some kind of explanation as to what it is. No. Where is no, it we're, now? Or no, not? Did it fly off into space? The, the Maximals have it. Presumably?
1: We, or did it hover away after it turned? Why would it turn? Why would it help Black...
0: uh they before ruined it the decided, aliens before it decided to just like magically awaken and revive Black Arachnia for some because reason. We haven't even heard the thing mentioned since then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I refuse
1: to believe that seasons 2 and 3 were planned.
0: Uh anyway, so what's going on in the episode? Uh a they come comet to the comet is like hurling toward planet energon
1: they kind of ask like waspinators like like megatron will uh like our, you know our great leader will oh
0: megatron what should we do
1: oh and mega, begrudgingly
0: oh, oh megatron oh, oh megatron that's his final digi form <laughs> that's his final form yeah
1: oh megatron I am the Alpha and the Omegatron.
0: <laughs> Hear me roar. I, I am the Alpha Trion and the Omegatron. Shit, why hasn't someone done that yet? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I am the Alpha
1: Trion and the Omegatron. Hear me roar. Oh, we just did. There you go. <laughs> roll, roll. So goodbye, Crystal Ball, because Megatron begrudgingly
0: orders all the predacons to abandon base. So I really like this sequence and like I I've, I've been ragging on this episode quite a bit, but like I actually really like uh the this sequence. Like it build it builds tension really well with like the uh well we we know it's fucking Tigerhawk, Tiger Vok, if you will. Yeah. Um <laughs> hurling toward the Predacon base and just like that like they put the shield up and like the that great like alien Beast Wars music plays that dun 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 yeah, you know the yeah. one. Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's great. And uh uh yeah, the the uh tiger Vok is just like hurling toward the Predicon base and uh the, the Predacons are like Megatron. What do we do? And Megatron is like—you can tell he's just like seething with anger about this, and just he's—and he hesitates for a few moments, and he's like, "Abandon base, abandon base number two, <laughs> abandon, <laughs> abandon base." <laughs> I thought but, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd
1: always thought I'd die in the Red October. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, have you done that one yet? I can't remember.
0: No, that's... It's a long book. Uh, I picked up a oh, copy of it right, to cover it. That. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about... Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, me and my partner do a podcast called Based On, where we talk about movies based on books and the books that they're based on. Uh, and we we do plan to do The Hunt for Red October eventually, but it's a book that I'm going to kind of read slowly. It's like 600 pages, which for me as a person who's not much of a reader. Uh, That'll
1: take me a couple months, man. I, I was asking I, a lot.
0: <laughs> it, it'll take me a while to get through, especially since I'm having to read through other stuff Yeah, for the show.
1: Oh, I just realized meantime. as, so, sorry, Christopher was saying, um, where were we? Uh, the, the base, they abandoned it. Shows all of them running out, but Megatron flies out in his dragon form. Yeah, As the steaming hot pile of Vok um, <laughs> <let, laughs> um, enters the atmosphere and lands and obliterates the dark side, the ship. Yeah. Um, before we com- cut to black commercial, it shows the crystal ball device flying at the camera.
0: <laughs> so goodbye, goodbye, Crystal Ball. Yeah. We uh we hardly knew you. Hardly knew you. We hardly Dragon. we hardly knew how you worked. How, how you, you actually know. functioned. Magic now, as far as I'm concerned. And now we never will. Because this is basically gone. Dungeons and Dragons at this point. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there is a dragon.
1: There there is a dragon, and the Maximals do live in a dungeon.
0: I I guess. And I mean, where are the Predacons going to live from here on out? They're homeless. For the For for the the all of... uh, They're they're going to live
1: outside your workplace. (laughs) Scream at you. Yeah. (laughs) Try to steal ice cream. I was going to (laughs) say... Uh, if anyone um, is interested in what the hell we're talking about, uh, there's an outtake.
0: <laughs> I, I actually talk about uh, the shenanigans uh, that I deal with at work involving uh, crackhead, homeless like crackheads coming into my work trying to steal ice cream. I actually talk about it quite a bit on various outtakes. So if you <laughs> want to hear anything about that, uh, subscribe to Patreon. Five bucks a month. It's yeah. you. It's you. Uh, gets you, uh, usually pretty long outtakes, like anywhere from like an hour or from anywhere from like a half hour to like two hours long. Wow. Yeah. Some of them are like two hours long where we're just talking about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And we usually release like at least a couple of those per week. So, and we're, we're, we're a little less, uh, we're a little more unfiltered than we are on these shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, This show and, uh. Alphanumeric, where we do this, but also talk about... Re- but talk about Reboot, not also. Blah. Blah. This, uh... This episode's got me discombobulated. What can I say?
1: It's a discombobulating episode.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, so uh, the,
1: the Maximals somehow have a magic ball... Crystal ball of their own, because they have a camera set up to show them... <laughs> Much yeah. like it's one of those editing things that Christopher and I noticed fairly recently. Maybe it's always been on the show, but I swear it's only been like a season two, three, like mechanic. Yeah, But yeah, they're they're looking at what's happening through a, a monitor.
0: Well, and even they're like in season one, when uh, what was it? The episode Victory, where they thought that they, the Predacons died. Like they were watching like spy cam footage of the, the Predacons, but they actually, if I I recall correctly, they actually explain in dialogue that like rat trap had like planted a camera in there or something like that. Briefly. Like, and that's that's
1: how you do a good episode like that. You're like, Hey, those cameras you set up when you infiltrated the base are. Yeah. Yeah. Bada boom. That's how you, that's how you explain that.
0: Bada bing, bada boom, you know, big fucking deal. But they,
1: uh, they're cheese. No, (laughs)
0: no, no biggie. But they, but yeah, in season two and three, they don't even, they don't even try. No,
1: There's just a magic hovering drone camera with a feedback to the maximal base. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it's better that it makes more sense than the aliens. Uh, so Inferno's <laughs> really sad that the colony is destroyed. Yeah. It looks more like an anthill now though, so.
0: Yeah, there it's you that.
1: go. He's right at home. And um, Tiger Vok. I don't like his face. Looks like an old man skeleton comes out. Or like the people who steal ice cream at my work. It kind of looks like the people that steal ice cream at Christopher's work. (laughs) Uh, And we see a
0: a POV shot. Um, I don't like Tigerhawk's design, period, to be quite frank. Eh, It's Fuse or Transmetal-ish. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really
1: a, a, a huge fan. Silverbolt looks good. His design is good. You can say what you want about the character. I feel like they pulled Silver Bolt off well. I used to have the toy too. He's a really good toy as well. Oh, that's good to hear because, and I think his design is good. You know, he's got the dog face when he's in his beast mode, and um, he's got an yeah. expressive, uh, well-designed uh,
0: robot form too. Yeah, this, I don't. It's not great. <laughs> I feel like they're running out of money at this point. Because, like, I I did some research about this a a little while ago, and season one actually had a budget of, like, $30 million in 1996, which is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So that's uh, why we got, like, super expressive, like, beast form faces.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Like, Hasbro was actually throwing money at this shit. But, like... Hasbro was uh, ed, like the reason why seasons two and three were cut down from 26 episodes to 13 episodes a piece was because Hasbro was complaining about how much the show was costing. So. We're introduced to Tiger Hawk in the <laughs> like with like in the final, like three episodes of the entire series and we're introduced to Dragon Megatron who looks cool, but his texture is a little bland. Like he's not like his form isn't nearly as detailed as his previous two forms. It's
1: their final digi digi forms, man.
0: Digital monsters. And so I feel like they're like, okay, so we're introducing like all new characters that we're only going to be using, be in a few episodes, or that we're going to be, we're only going to be using these character models for like a couple more episodes. So, like what happened with Dinobot
1: before, when everyone else was like, do you remember like the the last few like shots?
0: Oh, last yeah, few yeah, episodes
1: of him, His like texture yeah his texture was like, was, like super low, but... low res.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're like, what <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck?
1: <laughs> and we were like, oh, it's because everything else is getting a graphic update, and uh, they they knew they were gonna off him, so, yeah, it's like the difference between the Sims one and Sims three. <laughs> <laughs> so, something. What's the bullshit he's saying here? He's saying I'm sent by the Vok, um, to I don't know, fucking stop
0: you, Megatron. Yeah, like I'm,
1: I'm Tigerhawk, emissary of the Vok.
0: I'm from the Time Variance Authority, and I've come to stop you, Loki.
1: <laughs> uh, your form
0: has changed, but I know you, Megatron. Yeah, suddenly the Vok. Valk... I, I mentioned this earlier, but apparently, suddenly the Vok are concerned about Megatron, like fucking with the space time continuum. Whatever. But they were going to destroy the planet and presumably the Ark. They yeah, they were going to just yeah destroy the planet and destroy the Ark, destroy humanity, completely change the. Doesn't that change the timeline? Yep, sure I, does. I forgot.
1: Yeah, that would destroy early man.
0: Yep. And, and now they suddenly care about Megatron like interfering. They wouldn't give a shit. The, no, they wouldn't. This. Uh. Anyways, the time police are here. And time, it's cops. Tiger Hawk. time cops. Tigerhawk. Time cops. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme is here in Tigerhawk form, and they're here to arrest him for disrupting time and space. Man, that would be a way better episode if just Van Dam showed up as Time Cop. Like a really shitty 3D rendering of <laughs> Van Dam
1: voiced by Tycatron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Why not? Yeah, why? Fucking do it. Uh, He apparently has, like, magical weather power, so he creates a big tornado. Oh, my God, I hated this. Okay, so... Yeah, he
1: tries to arrest Megatron, and he says, if you fight back, I'll have to kill you. And Megatron goes, Megatrons do not surrender. They They conquer. conquer. We conquer, yeah. And so he orders the Predacons to attack. They do shit. Tigerhawk summons a tornado... I guess Tigerhawk is Storm now from
0: from X-Men. Yeah, he has magic Vok powers.
1: So uh they suck.
0: <laughs> so uh when I was 11 and playing with Beast Wars toys uh quite actively, uh Cybershark, a figure that I have reacquired as an adult that I have displayed in on the video uh version of various episodes of this podcast before.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: My shtick with Cybershark was that I, and this would keep in mind, this was still when season one was going on. So like, I didn't know who the aliens were or anything like that, but basically like Cybershark was possessed by the aliens and had spoken like this, like, like really like gravelly, like kind of otherworldly voice as me as an 11 year old trying to like, do like trying to do that kind of voice. And he had like magic, like alien powers. What? He had like, he had like telekinetic powers. He could shoot like energy beams and like, he was cooperating with the Maximals, but he had his own agenda and he was working for the aliens. So imagine my surprise, uh, like a few years later when I'm watching this and Tiger Hawk essentially is that.
1: They stole your idea, God damn it. It was it's a cool idea actually. It is a cool it's better idea than this. 11 <laughs> year old Christopher's introduction of Cybershark is better than what they they're doing with Tiger Hawk. Yeah, it would have been better if they um, recorded um, the same like lines in sync with uh, Air Razor voice actress and Tiger, Tigatrons. So that yeah, it's like, it's oh, it's both them. of them and overlap them. I understand how crazy difficult that is. <laughs> okay. It,
0: it's but actually not. It's if not. you're in
1: person, if you're in person, I don't think it is. Even if you're uh, not in person, you just match the other one person records and the other person matches it. Yeah, you're in right.
0: Ni- in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, uh, that's what they did with uh, Venom and Carnage. And like, uh, no there's a yeah, they could have done that. Uh, legendary death metal band, Deicide. Like, the vocalist Glenn Benton will frequently do that with his vocals. Like, he'll do like two different vocal styles and just and like overlap, overlap them. And then overlap them. It sounds okay, like, so yeah, it, it's, it's, not, not, it's not hard. At okay, all.
1: so they're running out of money, <laughs> like Christopher said, and they had to can Air Razor. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just Tigatron. I don't know if we mentioned that. It's just yeah. Tigatron's voice. It's, just, yeah, it's um, just
0: it's just Blue Man Kuma. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know he played uh, Sergeant Reed in the short-lived Canadian Robo- live-action RoboCop TV show from 1994. I, you just said a lot of words I've never heard before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was unaware there was a Canadian live-action RoboCop TV yeah.
0: show. It lasted one season. It was on in 1994. I used to watch it. Back in the day, and I then a few, then no a few idea. years later, uh, in like actually around the time I was watching this, in like ninety seven, ninety eight, um, uh, uh, space showed reruns of it. So, oh, I, I loved watched, the Space Channel. So I watched through it, it again a few years after the fact. Um, yeah. yeah, wasn't a bad show. Maybe I'll check it out. I'm just very
1: curious now. <laughs> so. Where the heck were we?
0: Still better than RoboCop 3. We pretend that doesn't exist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, man, what is even happening? Cheetor is out nearby, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh... yeah,
1: let's let's pick pick this up.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Cheetor, yeah. Okay, Cheetor so... is nearby. Yeah. Yeah, so Optimus wants to send him in to help uh Megatron battle Tigerhawk and Rad Traps like the fuck's wrong with you? Why are we helping him? And Optimus is like, he's carrying the spark of the original Megatron inside him. If Tiger if Tigatron, if Tigerhawk destroys him, then uh then it could create another time storm. Because if you've been watching
1: with us, um OG Megatron Spark is still with uh, Beast Wars yeah. Megatron.
0: And shouldn't the Vok know that? Yeah, so
1: they're idiots. They're they're here to time cop Megatron to stop him from messing with the timeline. But, but in do- they would actually mess with the timeline more if they killed but, Megatron now.
0: Yeah, I I didn't even fucking think of that until just now. God, this episode's boneheaded. Oh, I I noticed that. Uh, actually, my partner pointed that out, and I'm like.
1: Wait, yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> because, well, Optimus points it out here, but she noticed it first. She's like, wait a second. Killing him would make things worse. And I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> as Optimus explained. So the the Maximals need to stop... Um, stop uh, the, the Vok emissary. Yeah. But the thing is... Um, they don't all gear up and go out to help. <laughs> They're just like, oh, Cheetor's got this. <laughs> but we just saw Tiger Vok take out all of the Preds except for Megatron with ease. Like one like yeah. elbow missile took out Rampage and Dinobot.
0: Well, and then he just created a fucking tornado that blew them all away. Yeah. so Blew the flyers away or something the bugs yeah yeah i don't know um to quickly summarize there's this like back and forth battle that goes on between Tron and tigervok which is it's, oh it's cool it's, it's a good battle but like it's I'm a not great gonna... pokemon battle like <laughs> but like yeah i'm not gonna go it's final
1: form pokemon battle they fly they both fly they clash there's literal lightning and cheetor's on the scene
0: or he's trying yeah. to be yeah and uh, Tiger Valk gets the upper hand, kicks uh, kicks Dragon Tron's ass. And then Optimal oh. Optimus shows up.
1: Well, we forgot that um, before Cheetor can even help, uh, fucking Tarantulas. Man, can't he beat Tarantulas once? <laughs> I guess that's not going to be a problem soon. But no. Tarantulas, <laughs> um, like Cyber Nets, Cheetor for like the seventh time on the fucking show. Yeah, poor Cheetor. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, you're you're saying Optimus.
0: Optimus shows up and to talk, Ultra-
1: have a have a talk with the Vok.
0: <laughs> a Vok talk, yeah, a Vok talk, if you will.
1: <laughs>
0: um, and they're like, "We know who you are, big guy." Uh, the the Vok know you well, Optimus Primal. And he's why like, the, so I'll you. Why chat the fuck does you. Tiger Vok have a maximal symbol on his chest?
1: So they ran out of money, man. Like, uh, <laughs> they don't want to have to change it later.
0: <laughs> uh, oh,
1: maybe because it's made from two maximals.
0: So. Sure. But it, it's a new form that's been created by the Vok. By the
1: Vok. They shaped it how they wanted yeah. using the materials from Tiger Tro. Yeah, so they could have made a Vok symbol.
0: Could have put yeah. a stupid,
1: ugly, like squid skull. <laughs> yeah, good point. I never caught that, but I, I'm with you. I
0: about. actually like the maximal symbol a lot.
1: I do too. Ma- yeah. Maybe the Vogue do. And they're like, you know, their symbols are pretty fucking sweet. Let's just keep that. <laughs> the, 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 do you want to uh, make the face kind of like a tiger or a bird? No, nah, let's make it an ugly old man skull.
0: <laughs> the The maximal logo is actually my favorite Transformers logo. Top to bottom nope. of all time. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, so Optimus... So is sorry, like... Optimus
1: tries to plead and say, hey, if you fuck with him, you're going to fuck with the timeline more. And the Vogue, being completely reasonable, all-knowing individuals, are like, fuck you, you lie. And it shoots lightning at the ground, which causes an earthquake, which makes a fissure like, open up. Optimus, who can fly... He's a jet, by the way. Yep. Falls inside, and then Magic Tiger Vok closes the the crack in the ground, burying him in like underground lava. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, now that that's taken care of," and I'm like, "Optimus, you're a jet. (laughs) Why did you?"
0: Oh well. And uh, a bunch of tarantulas, little like uh, spider lights attach themselves They're to They're getting Tiger more advanced. Vok. Yeah, they attach they themselves... They all jump to... on him. Yeah, they, they jump and attach themselves to Tiger Vok and are able to stun him. I guess the Vok ain't shit after all.
1: I guess a, a bunch of, like, little uh, spiders electrocuting you is too much for the Vok. Too much for the Vok. But... <laughs> too much <laughs> for the Vok. <laughs> Um, but we do like y- you liked some parts. We mostly didn't like it, but we both liked different parts. Um, I like another Cheetor vision quest. Yeah. Get another dream dreamscape. It's rad. Um I, My partner I, pointed.
0: Go ahead. I I really like Transmetal to Cheetor's beast mode. I think I it looks too. cool.
1: I I do too. I was like watching this earlier, and I'm like, "This is this is cooler than uh, Transmetal, the first Transmetal Cheetor's form."
0: Yeah, I like it. It Looks like a cat, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a cute kitty, but he's also got a fucking rocket on his back. Like it's dope. (laughs) Forget about it.
1: Yeah, and um, um, uh, What what was the um the the leader? Sorry, what was the uh, mentor of both? Megatron, OG Megatron, and Optimus Prime. Uh try
0: Alpha Trion.
1: Alpha Trion, yeah. thank you. Um my partner pointed out, uh Cheetah has like a lot of dreams and stuff, kind of like Bumblebee did in um War for Cybertron. Does hmm. does he have something like the Alpha Trion protocols? Cause before Shockwave fucked like the, the Wi-Fi grid, right? <laughs> Um, he was having, like, visions, and he could, like, tap into the stored knowledge.
0: Oh, right, right. I remember that, yeah. that has been a while since those, I watched dream,
1: those. The dream sequence of Bumblebee is, she pointed out, it's like this. So she's like, did something pass down? And, like, Cheetor is able to, like, dream quest? Either way, I enjoy them. I enjoy his latent uh,
0: clairvoyance. I figure Cheetor is probably a descendant of Bumblebee.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he feels like it.
1: And in his dreamscape, uh he sees the souls of Tigatron and Air Razor holding hands. Yeah. Um and they merge. They they turn into a white light. It's a little bit different than their sparks. And uh before he goes to follow them though, a spooky skull. Appears and he goes, Ah oh god, it's so ugly and he wakes up <laughs> The
0: floor is lava.
1: So it's him kind of piecing together that okay, well Bird Mom, Tiger Bot are back,
0: but there's some other spooky shit going on.
1: And yeah. indeed,
0: uh it's he, not just a dream. Yeah, he wakes up and he's like, Oh, just a dream. Oh wait, not a dream because he sees the the merge spark of Tigatron and Air Razor floating above him. And they and he leave. races off. Yeah, they they fly away and he rocket cheetahs away in pursuit. I like that
1: scene of in the background. So we rip on the episode, but here's some good um scene planning. Uh, cinematography. There we go. Cheetah is like bounding, but he also has a jet and he's following the light. And in the foreground the camera refocuses and like a zombie flick. Um, Opti- Optimal Optimus' like hand comes out of the earth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we're in lair. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he's got uh, tiger hawk on one of his energy webs. Stars and... of the Nebula! Because I guess that's what the Vox say. Because they live in a nebula. Yep. Really, that sounds it, more like something that Tigatron would say, personally. But. It does, yeah. <laughs> Oddly. By the yeah. Matrix.
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's like, ah, oh, Tarantulus, the Valk, know you well. What does Tarantulus say here? He's like, ah, simple name for such an arrogant race.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And he's. Basically Tarantulus is like I will extract the alien influence from within you and then control you myself. Yeah. That's yeah. so he's
1: got a giant needle um. Sounds like motherfucker's Bond playing villain. with fire here, but he's got a Bond villain device to suck the aliens out so that he can then, I don't know, control the, the empty husk. Yeah. And uh we cut back to
0: Cheetor following the white light. Yep, into Tarantulas' cave. Hmm. So they're like, Cheetor, come and save our body, please.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what's going on here. And there's some more bickering between Tarantulus and yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, Vok. and, and Tiger Valk is like, I'll never serve one as evil as you. And I'm like... You're going to destroy all life on the planet. Yeah, the... I don't I don't th- Did think, we forget about that? Yeah, like are the Vok suddenly altruistic?
1: They, I thought they were completely neutral. I don't even buy that these bad. are the
0: I don't buy that these are even the same fucking aliens that have been up to like all the shenanigans. Not. It doesn't feel in this like entire it at all. series. Like No. This actually pisses me off. So
1: they're willing to kill mankind, but they're upset that Megatron wanted to kill Optimus and they have wanted to stop him from changing the timeline and they want to restore the timeline, but they also wanted to destroy all life,
0: including early man. Yep. And the, the, Autobots, and De- and the Autobots and Decepticons in the crashed oh. arc... Which would oh, have, yeah, which would have changed the Which would have line. created a big time storm anyway.
1: This doesn't feel like it's... Oh, this is so... I. There's a lot of good things about the episode, but I can't get over how badly they handled the VARC. Yeah. I don't even care how they look. They could have looked like that, but if the story was good, I, I'd be okay with that. I'd prefer if they were like, oh, we've taken these forms to blah, blah, blah. But no, the giant floating... Like non-corporeal skulls with like tassels. (laughs) Holy shit, man. I'm sorry. I can't get over this.
0: No, I can't either. So yeah, uh, Tarantulas is like, I'm going to destroy the Ark. And then Tigerhawk, bewilderingly enough, is like, you can't. The Time Storm... The time storm from that would cause immense destruction. It would wipe and out your entire race. Would wipe out your entire race. Meanwhile, like motherfucker, you were just like willfully going to destroy Megatron, both Megatron sparks. Even after you were told, which really the Vox should fucking know, that Megatron has also, they G1 tried Megatron to wipe out Spartan. the planet with
1: the death ray. Uh,
0: also, yeah, also they tried to wipe out the planet. and now
1: with... they care about the Cybertronians?
0: Yeah. Fuck this episode. God.
1: But Tarantulas replies back, oh, only those descended from Autobot and Decepticon.
0: Yeah. Uh, I will say, listeners, uh, I, I'm getting really fired up right now. It's partially because this episode frustrates me. It's also because we're having some severe technical issues uh, in the the recording of this episode. And they stuff to do with the Vok and Tiger Hawk combined with the, the technical issues that we're having right now. I I'm legitimately getting frustrated. Yeah. Bad so episode some... combined with bad production experience makes the... for angry Christopher
1: an angry christopher um well there's some relief coming because uh Tarantulas reveals that he and the Tri-Predicus council have different origins
0: yes they and are i'm just, like yeah they oh never mind i don't think it's actually revealed this episode oh okay, okay.
1: um but uh she like told... i said last
0: last weekend i watched i i was hungover and just watched like the last <laughs> yeah. three episodes so yeah so
1: uh, Cheetor's coming in he uh, sees that um, instead of just like little light spiders Tarantula says oh these ones have like little claws oh they defend (laughs) his base and um, it cuts back to the the Vok the the Tiger Vok and he's like you're insane and I'm like (laughs) immortal there's a funny part coming up but immortal like all knowing like all-powerful beings, calling somebody insane when they were just going to go, eh? Bored Cybertronians ruined our experiment. Reset. Yeah. But they call Tarantulas insane. Uh, okay, and to, even to mock them, I I love this part. Yeah. Like tar- tarantulus After he's called insane, he goes. So they say. <laughs> I'll probably
0: make that the the intro audio clip for this episode.
1: <laughs> and um, and then he just goes back to business. Yeah. He's like, well, time to suck your soul out. And there's some weird giant stabilized energy on crystals. It, it's a bunch of science shit. Doesn't explain it. Doesn't need to. Giant laser tries to suck out the the vox souls out of the
0: the body of uh uh tiger hawk and it works and they float toward tarantulas and tarantulas is like no puts up his like little claws in an x he's like get away from me yeah and, and he does his like machine gun like shoulder pad things at them which does nothing but it shoots oh, his like death happens his, it shoots his extraction ray and so the 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 Valk possessed tarantulas and the extraction ray like flips around because of him shooting at it and shoots the two at him. Skulls... What's happening here? I was confused the first time they... I watched it. Are they entering
1: his body? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're flying into okay. Tarantulas' and body. And they're immune
1: to physical attacks. Yeah. So they slowly so... fly into his body just as the extraction device. Is accidentally whirled around at him?
0: At him. And instead of just extracting the Vok for whatever reason, it vaporizes Tarantulas. And presumably the Vok as well. It
1: shoots him backwards and he hits those two um, energon crystals, stabilized energon crystals that had like Tesla coil, like electricity going back and forth. And that Mm -hmm. overloads it. And the crystals and tarantulas and presumably the two Vonk explode. Just as Cheetor's arriving. Mm. And he says some mm-hmm. Cheetor bullshit. Yep. <laughs> Whoa, talk about your wild parties. He's like, come he, on, he, big cat, he, let's he get pop, out
0: of here. He pops in there with like one of those like little like spider robots in his mouth and like drops it. Like I it, love that. It, it, it fuck it looked fucking cute. It was so <laughs> cute how catty like he was
1: fighting them like they were mice
0: yeah yeah so
1: when he heard the the gunfire going off yeah we got ahead of ourselves there listeners but when he heard the gunfire going off he looks down the hallway and like in surprise opens his mouth and one of the little spider bots like fall (laughs) falls out like he was a cat that was like playing with a mouse Uh, (laughs) that was pretty cute
0: listeners you like you've heard, probably heard me many times say that like things that Cheetor does is cute. Uh, I am a cat person. I love cats, always have. So that's why it's one of the, the reasons why the I love show. It's one of the reasons why I love Cheetor and just like the cat like things that he does. Yeah, and that was the most cat like
1: I think. So yeah, this yeah. episode has that going for him. Yeah. And uh he picks up the dead soulless yeah soulless body of uh tigerhawk and gets out of there just as um because all evil villains bases um always completely explode explode. yeah they they must it's
0: it's in the rule book we don't write the rules but it's there got to destroy the evidence damn it
1: and uh optimus is there
0: yep and uh, the the conjoined spark of Tigertron and Air Razor Tiger Razor if you will uh Tigerhawk if you will float float into frame and Optimus is like what is that and Cheetor is like old friends and the spark like flies into the body of Tigerhawk and Tigerhawk gets up and is like what hey, to me Hey, I'm back, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. We're back. A dinosaur story. <laughs> and roll back uh, the rock
1: and turn yeah. back the clock. <laughs> Home. I remember now. So, presumably, this is the spark combined souls of both Tigertron and Air but it just sounds like Tigertron. Tigertron. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Hey, you're Tigerhawk now, a maximal. <laughs> yeah, as as said by Cheetor, and uh, which Tigerhawk likes the sound of. And Optimus is like, good to have you on board.
1: Good to put her there, and he hands him his gigantic hand.
0: And Tigerhawk's, like, they all have they, a laugh. <laughs> things have changed or something like that, and then they all start laughing in a very... And they all
1: like, f- fly away. Sitcom-y. It's a very
0: maximal sitcom it's, ending. It's a very sitcom ending. They all laugh. Ha 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 ha. And we get the doo 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 Happy music. Episode's over. Thank fucking Christ. Oh, with, and it, Me- it ends with Megatron,
1: Megatron, like, scowling watching the Maximals fly away.
0: Yeah. We did okay. it, folks. Yeah, we did it. Uh, so... We're not going to waste any time here on Too Much Energon. We rate episodes on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to sufficient amount of Energon to too much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Cal, what are you rating this episode?
1: Um, I wanted Bird Mom and and Tiger Dad to come back. Same. I think this is the worst way they. <laughs> <laughs> I won in the Well, back like, well, like you said ago. on a
0: previous episodes, one of my favorite things you've said recently on this uh this podcast was uh uh Hasbro says jump and mainframe says which figure. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. And I think you said that sometime in season yeah. 2. It, it was great. Hasbro says jump and
1: mainframe says which figure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so goodbye bird mom and and tiger dad and hello this monstrosity goodbye
0: uh, horses hello tiger <laughs> hawks
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, man I don't want to be the guy that just like like I feel like 90% of the episodes of this season I've
0: given not enough energy on. But it has to be. It, it has to be. It's mostly been sufficient, Energon, from both of us. This, this is kind of one of my least favorite episodes. Not because there aren't funny
1: moments, not because the battles aren't good, but like, wouldn't it have been more satisfying our version of it with like Megatron destro- ripping Tarantulas like in half and like tossing him into lava, lava or something like he just dies like by himself in a cage because of a failed lab experiment <laughs> lo- alone in a cave. And she was like, see, sleeping cats.
0: <laughs> see maniacal villains aren't supposed to die in lab accidents. They're supposed to develop superpowers.
1: Right. Or have their hair like blasted back. Yeah. <laughs> um, it gets, it's, it's not enough energy on. It's pretty close to our secret bottom of the barrel <laughs> one for me actually. Yeah. Uh, you you know what, man? This is no Energon. Fuck it. I I can't. This is no Energon for me. This is this is one of my least favorite episodes of Beast Wars. I It's none. It's no Energon.
0: So, I can't. I really like the the courtroom. Thought that was a lot of fun. There's a lot of I, good parts. I like Cheetor. <laughs> I like the um, uh, the the sequence with uh, Tigerhawk coming toward planet, hurling toward planet Energon. There's a lot of suspense in that scene. Like it's paced really well. It's it's really exciting. It's the very court edge sequence of your at
1: the beginning moves it from no Energon to not enough
0: Energon. There we um, go. But beyond that, like the, the rest of the episode is kind of trash. And I am actively angered by just how much of a wet fart the fucking aliens that were this like big, like ominous presence that seemed like a legitimate threat that were a legitimate threat in season one. Like, Season one ended with them, like, trying to destroy the planet. And, like, they were going to succeed. They would have succeeded.
1: I would have been okay with them being stupid floating skull aliens. But them changing it so that they care about the timeline pisses me off.
0: In the episode, like, the episode's own internal logic is fucking stupid. Because, like, I'd, like... We bitched about this uh, earlier in this all episode, but it, it, yeah, all throughout it, but it's like they care about the timeline apparently, but then they're actively like do engaging in things that are going to fuck up the timeline anyway. So it's like, so are hypocrites. they all
1: powerful, all knowing, or are they not?
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. You know what? Fuck this episode. No energon. From no energon from age. both of us. No energon. I, I, I can't. I, I just can't. There are two things You almost saved me with the good There points, are two buddy. scenes in the episode I really like, but it but they just, have nothing like... nothing
1: to do with the plot.
0: They're just no. funny. Yeah. Well, one is funny, and one is just a really, like, well-paced action sequence, but... No Energon. No United Energon. Minus. This... This episode just, like, completely, like, shits on, like, the entire mystery of the aliens that we've been setting up for, like... At this point, three years. Yeah, man. And like, their even their own like logic within the episode itself like contradicts itself on a scene to scene basis, which is something that happens a lot in this show. But it's like the probably this is the most egregious I've ever seen it. So yeah, no, fuck this episode. No, this is the only episode that pisses both of us off. (laughs)
1: This is this is yeah, this is a first. So. There's only been a, there's been a hidden rating. It's no <laughs> Energon when an episode is just like we can't stand it. It doesn't belong there. It's 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 offensive. It doesn't make sense. But it's all of those things, and that's it, folks. No fucking Energon left. <laughs> no fucking suck. <laughs> the Vok are just these two skulls, and they're dead now.
0: Oh my god, it's bad. Yeah, and that's the thing—is like them possessing tarantulas and these omniscient beings, like possessing tarantulas. They're immune to bullets. Yeah, can
1: die in an explosion.
0: Yeah, can be vaporized just because they're possessing tarantulas. Like,
1: so the physical bullets go through them, but because they're inside of tarantulas, they can die.
0: This episode. Why just would screamed. they possess him? This, this episode. Yeah, this episode just screams like the writers forgot about the aliens, and they're like, "Oh shit, the I the series that. is wrapping up soon. We got we got to do something. Uh, 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 everybody, like, uh, check uh, our assets. Everybody, check our reboot assets. Everybody, uh, that our 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 shift is done. Like, the, the 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 office hours are done in like ten minutes. So, like, everybody just jot down some ideas, and we'll 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 go with whatever." with the best of what you got. And they've all been oh, awake this is... for, like, 18 hours.
1: They're on oh, the, like, is... fifth cup of coffee. It's, like, 1 a.m.
0: The, yeah, <laughs> They're they, writing they... down
1: ideas on napkins.
0: They they all hand in a bunch of notes, and, like, the, the showrunners are just, like...
1: Okay, what it... with hair, voiced <laughs> by Rhinox. Fuck it. <laughs>
0: anyway, fuck it, we're done in two weeks anyway.
1: I think both of us would have very much... Uh, maybe you're in agreement with this. I would have preferred if they just never told us what the Vak were. If They just yeah. didn't touch them. I would have preferred that. Leave them a, a cool mystery.
0: Like maybe are they out there, maybe are in they the still final. Threat? Yeah, maybe in the final episode, allude to them like being a continued presence. But it's like,
1: but leave it mysterious. But
0: but, but yeah, leave it leave it up in the air. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like. Did you watch Battlestar Galactica? I never got got started. Now, okay. Well, when they in Battlestar, it's the same thing in Battlestar Galactica. Like they, they're they spend so long in that show, like uh, building up, basically, like who the quote unquote final five are, and like what their like who they are and like what their ultimate mission is. And uh, this one character keeps having these recurring visions of like this little girl, like running through like a theater, like running through like a theater auditorium. And it's like, Oh, what does this mean? Like, what is this symbolic of? And then in the final episode, it's literally just like the route that one character has to take to like escape, like getting blown out an airlock or something. It's so fucking underwhelming. It's like they set up like all this mysterious. They spend like three seasons setting up like all this mysterious shit, without without having a plan clearly. And then they, when the show is over, they're like, "Okay, we actually have to explain some of this like cryptic shit that we've been teasing for the past like four years." And like what they come up with, like was just inherently like it was always going to be underwhelming. Too many episodes of Lost, man yeah yeah i I never got into lost but yeah I've heard that about lost as well so that's what it's what happens when you set up a mystery without actually knowing what the resolution like without having a plan of what the resolution is going to be this this is when you end up with sh- bullshit like this
1: did, did I mention this yet I actually don't know if I have I was a chunk of the way through the episode before I realized oh oh this is supposed to be the the same aliens.
0: Oh. Oh wow. Like really? I didn't
1: know it was supposed to be the aliens involved in the probe. Um, like the, the weird ship that Mega <laughs> that Megatron like took over. Like I yeah. I thought this was like just the aliens that took um Tigatron and Air Like just the ones that the plant. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, what's like this? Like, kind of not connected." I didn't realize like these two skulls were the entirety of the fuck. Yeah, that's gonna be my new swear word, fuck. I'm gonna say it in place of the f word. For fuck's sake, this, fuck this, man. Fuck this. <laughs> that fucking guy. Motherfucker.
0: Uh, that's pretty great, actually. I think you I steaming might, uh... pile of fuck. Yeah, yeah, fuck this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no we're energon. going
1: delirious with no energon, folks. We're going delirious, delirious with our lack of energon. Yeah. So, so
0: uh, if you want to support the show, wherever you're listening to and or watching this, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a thumbs up, give it a five star rating. Anything helps us out. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, I mentioned earlier, send us an email. Too much energy on at outlook.com. You can also tweet at us. I am at lasercomb L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-N-B. and Cal. You are at neocal neo underscore Cal with the K. There is also a too much energy on Twitter at too much energy on all capital letters. Although I don't think tell that
1: us matters. why this episode's good. I yeah, tell
0: you tell us why this is your favorite episode of our, our made up version infinitely better <laughs> uh, Facebook facebook.com slash too much energy on. or if you want to follow uh, me and the rest of the ra- la- laser comb crew and all the various shows that we do uh, facebook.com slash laser spelled the same way I just spelled my twitter handle uh too much en- energy website for the show. You can find it's a shitty website, but you can find embedded uh audio only versions of every episode of this show and social media links. Go check that out. Patreon. Patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh for five dollars, a mere five dollars Canadian per month, you get uh, access to our Discord and Literally hours of extra con audio content of us just talking about whatever. If you like us talking shit about the VOC,
1: let me tell you.
0: If you like us talking shit about the VOC, we talk shit about a lot of uh, real world things too. Yeah. So if you want to hear that, go check that out. I talk Possibly about my same. experience. I talk about my experience dealing with crackheads quite a bit, especially lately, because I've been dealing with a lot of them lately uh yeah we'll be back next week with a mega beast sized episode the two-part series finale of beast wars nemesis part one and two that is going to be a super-sized episode where we talk about both parts holy shit we're almost almost there that's it can't believe it can't believe it that'll be episode 46 of too much energon so that'll be going up one week from tonight. And until then, I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm your other host, Cal. And until next week... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Baseball.
1: Greetings, mass meubler.
0: Three, two, one. Okay, I'll start again. <laughs>